It's a devastating image, one that will make you feel and make you ache. A firefighter looking down at what he's holding in his arms. There is the bloodied, lifeless body of a child, a toddler. Her tiny legs are dangling over his arms, her feet covered in dust, her socks are torn. The man in the photograph is then Oklahoma City firefighter Chris Fields, and he is holding one-year-old Bailey Allman. It's an image that captured the pain and emotion that many felt after the Oklahoma City bombing on April 19, 1995. Let's go back briefly to Channel 5 in Oklahoma City. As we look at some tape right now, uh, virtually about a half of the building appears to be missing at this point. Uh, we was bringing babies out and some of them had glass in their head, their forehead, and just a mess. And uh, workers in there bleeding at the head, people laying everywhere. It was just a mess. The force of the blast, it was felt as far as 30 miles away. Welcome to SC Featured, I'm Jen Latta. In this episode, we introduce you to LSU senior softball player, Bailey Landry. She bears an unlikely connection to the little girl in that iconic photo taken on that terrible day. Landry sends it to left and it is over the gloves. Bailey Landry trying to get into third and she does. Terrific base running by Landry. Bailey Landry is named after the girl in the photograph. The Landry family is in Oklahoma City for the Women's College World Series and is set to meet the mother of the other Bailey, the little girl who died in the bombing 22 years ago. Producer Scott Harvis and reporter Laura Rutledge are there to speak with Bailey, the Landry family, and Erin Almond Koch, the mother of the child in the photograph. Your parents told you at some point during your life that you were named after a young lady named Bailey. What do you remember about first hearing that story? I was really young. I'm just wondering, you know, like, oh, mom, dad, where, do my, where does my name come from? Uh, and they kind of shared with me the story about what happened. And as I came here for a travel ball tournament a few years back, I was able to visit their memorial and find out, you know, what kind of happened. As I played softball, it just kind of brought me here and brought that to a new level to be able to see their memorial. I remember, basically, I mean, my uh, sister-in-law called uh, my wife Robin and said, you know, it, at that time when that tragedy happened, she said, how you like that name of the little girl that's on the paper? Because the little kid, Bailey Armand, was, you know, national news at the time. and. It was such a tragic event, but I, I remember that she she loved the name, and uh, we did respect the fact that you know where that name came from. Erin Allman Koch remembers being extremely happy when she became pregnant with Bailey. She was 21 at the time, a single mother to be, just trying to figure it all out. Her name, you know, it's funny because. Before I got pregnant with her, I was like, I'm going to name, if I have a girl, I'm going to name her Hannah. You know how you do that. <laughs> and for some reason, I just decided to name her Bailey. And I spelt it B-A-Y-L-E-E -E because my grandmother would be easier, you know, Bailey. <laughs> that way she wouldn't get it mixed up. 
What was her spirit like? She was just happy all the time, just playing. And I mean, just what a one-year-old does. I mean, learning how to walk, learning just how to do things. I mean, she always, she just smiled all the time. She was real happy all the time. April 19, 1995, started as any other normal Wednesday would for Erin and her daughter Bailey. I remember I dropped her up at daycare that morning, and her birthday was the day before. And we had had a birthday party for her. And that night after I got everything home, and I got her in bed, and all these toys were still in the packages and stuff, and I was like, she didn't get to play with her toys. I was like, she's got plenty of time to do that. On that same Wednesday morning, Chris Fields, the firefighter in the photo, was beginning his day. It began like uh, any other day going to work. I get up 5 or 5.30 in the morning, go to the fire station, and uh, we relieve the other shift, and we were just doing our, our daily routine. I believe it was on a Wednesday, uh, April 19th, 1995, and uh, at that fire station, the Wednesday was the yard day, so everybody was out doing the mowing and the weed eating and, and all that kind of stuff, just a normal day. I dropped her up in daycare and went to work. The daycare was located inside the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building. At 9.02 a.m., a truck bomb exploded in front of the Federal Building. The blast was heard and felt for miles away. I worked about 10 blocks away so I could, we could feel the explosion, but it felt like really hard thunder. We felt the blast and heard it and rattled the station. We um, went outside and looked to the south and saw the uh, large plume of smoke. Knew that it was pretty significant just from where we were to see the amount of smoke and stuff that we saw over some of the buildings. So we just jumped in our rigs and, and headed that direction. And then after we felt that, um, my office faced downtown so I could see then like a plume of smoke. And I was like, let me see you do demolition work downtown. And the girl goes, no. And then I got upstairs. We had a break room and I could see the building. So I got downtown. And when I walked up in front of the building, I, I was surprised anybody lived and came out of that building. One of my vivid memories of is we were probably there three or four minutes after the bombing, after the bomb went off, and still debris and paper and stuff floating down and walking on a, uh, we weren't actually walking on the pavement, like we were walking on a layer of glass and debris. So we were like, we'll just go to St. Anthony's, the hospital close by. I was like, maybe they're taking them there. I came across Bailey, actually a police officer, John Avery. He pulled her out of the building and he said I had a critical infant. I don't know what I said. First thing I did was check for any, you know, signs of life, which I, I, I didn't find any signs of life. She was, she had a slight, you know, open skull fracture, and uh, I had to clear some debris out of her throat, uh, which was like insulation and stuff. They're taking all the children to Children's Hospital. I was like, okay. So we walked 10 blocks to get the car, drove to Children's, and my mom knew a nurse that worked there. And she said the baby wasn't there, but there was a baby that sounded like her at St. Anthony's. 
So we went back. There was an ambulance right, I mean, probably not 20 feet from me. I walked over there to the paramedics and told them I had a critical infant. The reason I was standing there looking at her was the paramedic was, uh, he was getting a blanket because he said, we're not going to lay that baby on the ground because the ambulances were full and the stretchers were full and there was no else to put her on the ground. And they said, they said, there's a baby that sounds like Bailey. And she goes, no, all the children have been identified. And I was like, okay, and she goes, well, hold on. And she called him and she goes, oh my God, no. And I was like, is she dead? And she was like, no, we don't know that. We don't know. She's like, my Dr. Beaver said, wait on him. I was like, okay. Then he walks around the corner with the priest. And he, she, he said that she had died. I, uh, I handed uh, Bailey to, uh, to the paramedic, and uh, in my mind, I knew, you know, that she had already passed. You know, and in that moment, of course, I'm thinking about my two-year-old son. But in that one moment for me thinking, God, this is, somebody's world is going to be turned upside down today. And that's me just focusing on that one instance. And then that picture came out the next day. It was devastating. And if at the time the picture came out, if I would have had rights to the picture, which I don't, but if I would have, I would have stopped the picture from ever being out. But over the years, I realize what the picture means to other people. And I was able to, in my mind, make it something else to me too. And I realized that that picture is a reflection of everybody that died there that day. If there's one person that should represent everybody, it's Bailey because she was innocent and she was kind and she loved life. Bailey Landry remembers learning about the attack and the impact it had on her when she first visited the Oklahoma City National Memorial with her family. It was really sad. It just kind of brought you to the moment. And I know that there's one part in the memorial that has the, you know, the photo that went through the nation that had Bailey in it. And the first time I was there with my parents, it was a little emotional just because, you know, you know your whole life that this is, you know, this is where your parents kind of found your name. And then you see it and it just kind of made it real just to know that, okay, it wasn't just a photo, this was a real person and these real things happened that were terrible. When we went to visit the museum, you know, it was, it was hard to walk through each room, but then when we got to that one room that had the big picture with the firemen and Bailey, it, it really took an emotional toll on us because we knew this is where it came from and it, how hard it must have been, you know, for her parent to see that, to know that happened to her and to know that's, hey, Bailey, this is where it came from. She even signed the book the first time we went. Hey, my name is Bailey and I got my name from here. Erin Almond Coke has received letters and messages on social media from mothers and families telling her they've named their children after her daughter Bailey. But Erin has never met any of these families in person until today, 
when she'll meet the Landrys at the Oklahoma City National Memorial. I think it's so nice. I mean, you pick names for a long time, you know, and it just means so much when you finally pick a name. When the baby's born, it's like everything points to that name, you know? So I'm really, really honored that people think enough of the way I've represented Bailey and the way I've always said that she was. And I think for people to take that and then name their children after her, it's pretty amazing to me. And I think it's really nice because they thought enough of my daughter to carry on that legacy. We'll be right back. I've been covering SEC softball for three years, and last year, while in Oklahoma City at the Women's College World Series, I was eating breakfast and ran into Bailey Landry's parents. They ended up telling me the emotional story behind their daughter's name. Bailey spelled B-A-I-L-E-Y. So I spoke to Bailey and her parents about setting up a meeting with the mother of the child in the photo and they were immediately enthusiastic, but I worried about how Erin would feel reliving this tragic event. And to my surprise, she agreed. So Erin, her husband, and daughter Bella met the Landrys at the Oklahoma City National Memorial. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm Erin. Very nice to meet nice you, Erin. Nice to meet you. Hi, Hi. Daryl Landry. This is Bella. Bella, very nice to meet you. Hi, Bella. And that's my husband, Stan. Stan. Hey, Stan. Good to see you guys. Stan, very nice to meet you. <laughs> Bailey's with nice the team, so she can't. Well, that's good. Uh, she she can't get out. Yeah. We understand. <laughs> He's an umpire, so we okay. understand. Have you guys got a chance to go to the memorial? We've, we've, we've gone been. through it several oh, well. times. Uh, it's really uh, they do a good job. Touching. Right? They do. You know, it, they it, they uh, do. They did a really good job. Okay. They definitely made us proud. Yes. Yes. Every time we come, we bring someone else with us, yeah. and it's like, okay, you'll have to go, you'll have right. to go. They'll be there. Right. We're yeah. just sending people to the action. They do. They try to change it up, like every couple of years. Mm -hmm. So I guess. The Oklahoma City National Memorial features a large reflecting pool, survivor wall, and memorials throughout. But the focal point is the field of empty chairs, 168 seats aligned in nine rows on a grass field located on the footprint of the old building each chair representing a person who lost their life on the day of the attack. 19 of those chairs are smaller in size, representing the 19 children who were killed by the explosion. They all the schools come through. Well, Bailey actually did, nice. a, she did a report in oh, school on, well, too bad. on her. She, she could have called me, I would have helped her out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have helped her out. Let's walk Let's over walk up. Yeah. So um, after um, the bombing happened, I started a nonprofit organization, and I um, testified from Congress and got three laws passed. Awesome. And wow. it were that is um, great. to make safer federal buildings. I wanted her death to come out meaning something, right. you know. And if it saves some people, then that's worth it. You know. I mean, I just wanted to leave a legacy behind that. Mm -hmm isn't all just her dead, 
right. in that right. fireman's arms. Right. Because it's heartbreaking. God bless you. God bless you. So what I tried to do to this is just try to turn yes. it into something to make a difference. Absolutely. Yes. And I think you have. And you have. Mm -hmm. You have. You guys all want to get here and we'll take a picture together? Okay. Uh, Bailey's a good kid. She really is. She um, yeah. she loves life. She yeah. loves taking pictures. <laughs> um, she likes trying new things. Mm -hmm. She's a she's a Cajun girl. Oh, She'll get down in the dirt. Yep. She'll try anything. Mm -hmm. But she 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 has a direction. She knows what she wants. Yep. And she goes after it. That's good. Yeah. And, that and she gives back good. a lot. She has a really good heart. You know. Good. Which yeah. is the best way I guess to describe her. Right. She has a really good heart. She's a lot like my Bailey, but... So have you had that happen before, uh, people contacting you say things like that uh, as far as uh, using Bailey's name? Or I do get a lot of it, okay. but I don't, I've never met any. Okay. No, okay. I try, um, I've never met any, but I, no, I do get it some social media. Right. I always say I'm so grateful that social media wasn't around at the time of the bombing because I think it would have been a lot worse, right. a lot harder on me at least. But, um, because I was 22. I mean, I was right. young. Yes. You're still young. Yes. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, yeah, it would have been a lot, a lot more difficult, I think. But. As the families get to know each other and take in the memorial, Aaron explains how beautiful the memorial is at night when all the chairs are lit up in a row. The meeting is brief, but powerful. Two families bonded by a name. I thought this will be nice to meet you guys and stuff because I think that's really nice. Yes. Okay, well we will be there tonight. Okay, um, good. I'm sure they'll be able to show us where you're sitting or whatever, but we'll okay. be there. Yeah, that sounds great. Hey, Looking sounds forward good. to it. Thank okay. you yeah, so it much. Nice. It was nice to meet you. Very, right. very nice Thank meeting you. Nice yeah. to meet you. And if I see you later. <laughs> What's in a name? I think it has an identity, a purpose. Your name is the most important thing there is out there as far as uh, representing yourself and your family. What's in a name? Something that you go by. What's in a name? You have to represent that name every time, all the time. Something that just shows who you are. What's in a name? Bailey's name came from someone that had an impact on, on us. When I hear the name Bailey, immediately I think of Bailey Almond. What's in the name? Bailey, she wants to represent everyone. She wants the little people to be heard. I know Bailey would have wanted everyone's parents and everybody to not have hurt like they did. And if she would have even been the only person that got hurt that day, that probably would have been okay. And everybody there was somebody's child. So whether they were 50 or five months, that picture is every one of them. Bailey Allman was one of 19 children killed in the bombing, 168 people altogether. Chris Fields retired from duty in March of 2017 after 32 years with the Oklahoma City Fire Department. 
According to the U.S. Social Security Administration, the name Bailey, spelled B-A-Y-L-E-E, was never in the top 100 most popular names in the state of Oklahoma until 1995, the year of the bombing and the photograph. That year, the name Bailey went from never being listed in the top 100 baby names to number 74, with 52 children named Bailey that year in that state. If Bailey Allman were still alive today, she would be 23 years old. To subscribe to the SC Featured Podcast, go to the Listen tab of the ESPN app or download it on Apple Podcasts. This episode of SC Featured was produced and edited by David Pierpont. Scott Harvis and Laura Rutledge provided field producing and reporting. Until next time, I'm Jen Latta. Thanks for listening.